Welcome to the Music Corner, Riffs the 808s. Today, I am Sebastian. Just today. And <laughs> I am Nate Baker. And today, we have a special guest here. It is my lovely girlfriend, Shauna Wolf. Say hi, Shauna. Hello. So tell us a little bit about uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Shauna. Like musically about myself? Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I think that the best person of all time I mean, not really because of her music, but just because of who she is as a person is Debbie Lovato. Yeah. Like ten out of ten. I love her. She came um, out with a new song recently too today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After I watched the music video, I liked it a little bit more. But yeah, I think it makes it more fun and yeah. everything like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but when I just heard it, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know about that. Right. Um, I also, I don't know, I I had an emo phase, and then I was pretty pretty pop from there. But now I'm now I'm kind of metal girl. Good thanks to me. And right. Everything. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Nate did this to me. <laughs> All right, but uh, so yeah, today we're gonna talk about some albums as usual. Uh, we are gonna start off with the new Selena Gomez album, correct? Yes. Sebastian, go ahead and start us off with that one. Ooh. So I take it H and M was a huge influence on Selena Gomez's sound today because most of her background instrumental sounds a lot like an H H and M backing track. Uh, it just reminds me of shopping around and looking for clothes that won't ever fit me. That's how that's how the songs kind of remind me. Other than that. Selena Gomez herself sounds very bored. I don't know if I was the only one who heard this, but I was bored and she sounded just as bored singing every song. Um, the only thing I would say is probably the most unique part of this album would probably be a Kid Cudi feature because I would never have seen that coming. But it doesn't really add that much to the song because it feels like kind of a rushed, shoved-in verse out of nowhere that didn't really tie the rest of the album together and... Other than that, I that's pretty much all I have to say. I mean, you know, her lyrics her lyricism is not really getting much better from her Disney days. I can argue that her Disney days are a lot better than uh, her now, but that's just me speaking. But right. other than that, I just think her new music has just been very lackluster. I, I mean, I have some opinions about this album. Yeah. Uh, it's really the only one that I feel strongly about. Yeah. Um. It's, yeah, I feel like she didn't really put a lot of effort into it. Um, I think that Selena Gomez has a wonderful voice, but she wasn't showcasing it nearly as much as she Agreed. could have been. Yeah. Um, so, like, I didn't hear any range. Um, and when she tried to go, like, a little bit higher, it was... That was in, like, crowded very room, airy. pretty sure. Yeah, yeah in crowded it, room. Yeah, it was uh, questionable. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah. So I just, I, I wish she would have, I don't know, put more into her vocal technique mm -hmm. rather than kind of the beats of it or just kind of mix it differently so that the beats are the focal point, you know, rather yeah. than the voice. Yeah, I agree completely right. with that. For me, um, I didn't mind it. It was okay. Like, I'm I'm probably going to be the more positive one of the three of us here. <laughs> but, like, I did like um, a couple songs and everything. Dance Again and uh, Lose You to Love Me are easily the best songs off the album. Those ones were, like, you know, a little bit more, just more enjoyable in general. And um, I know that, like, Look at Her Now I had kind of, like, that cute, like, little, mm, 
kind of that, thing. That song, I had to skip. Did I, you really? I got, I got, oh, no. After I got to that part, the onomatopoeia just threw me off, and I had to quickly switch. I couldn't even get through it. At first, I was really, yeah, right. I, I was tried. Like, at first, I was like, eh. But then, like, I listen to it, like, more, like, after that, I'm like, all right, it's tolerable, it's tolerable. But, like, um, even then, I think Vulnerable was the last one that I liked before the rest of the album just got bland to me. I just didn't, no, nothing much was else was there, really, but it was one of the, her weaker attempts, but, like, for me, I still, like, enjoyed, like, hearing there some of the tracks, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't mind, I mean, I'd give it another chance, you know, like, yeah. if I... Um, maybe if I listened through it again, I would have some different opinions, mm-hmm. but just like one listen kind of, you know, seems like she wasn't doing a whole lot. Right. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost like a one and done really. Yeah. Yeah. With me, I would like to see Selena Gomez on another album after this. Right. I would like to see her maybe showcasing different, uh, abilities in her vocals because I've noticed that she's trying to go a little bit more of a kind of, uh, pop kind of rap to it at least more percussive with a lot of her lyrics and i would like to see that more expanded upon if she wanted to go that route here it was kind of like one of those really weird costco samples that you wouldn't really expect (laughs) to be actually sampled out and you take it and you're like you know what this is okay i've been shopping for a couple of hours now this is okay (laughs) i'm a tad bit hungry i guess i'll take what i can get right (laughs) right i feel like yeah i feel like her attempt is like if you tried to have like an opera singer sing rap it's like they can (laughs) but maybe they shouldn't yeah (laughs) yeah right yeah that's about it for that album um the next one we'll talk about is the uh five finger death punch album which, uh, <laughs> what's that face, Sebastian? <laughs> Care to elaborate? I'm excited. Oh, are you excited? Go ahead. So, for me, Five Finger Death Punch has been extremely lacking in the uh, good oh, music yeah. department. Facts. <laughs> Just facts. For the last couple of albums, I honestly, uh, the only album I can say I remotely enjoyed from the past, you know, couple of years, even the past, like, decade, has probably got your six. You know, yeah, that's that, the that only one, one. I think that was like Jekyll and Hyde. That's the only. That's like, the one that was yeah. on there. Oh yeah, that yeah. One, that one was probably one of their better ones. No, I know. Like I know some of the fans are like more. Some of the hardcore fans I think I've learned are more into their like older, older stuff. Yeah, like from a like, Capital Punishment and even like before that. But um, I don't know. I listened to it today and I was like. You know, it was there was nothing really to it. I think Inside Out was like easily the better one of everything because I was like, you know, the main single and just everything. Some of the lyrics, I forgot what song it was, but um, they're very questionable. Living the dream, <laughs> there was Living the Dream had like the whole like this is something like I'm their Superman or something like that or something like it was just naming heroes and everything. And I know what they were going for, but at the same time, I was just like. I don't think that should be a lyric. I think that's questionable for me. It just kind of sounds like so generic and so like, oh, I saw Superman. <laughs> He's flying today. He saved a girl. What? You know? One thing I will add to this album is the lyrics remind me a lot of, and guess what? Nickelback. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, the only thing that really saves this album itself is Ivan Moody's vocals and the guitar yes. work. Exactly. 
Exactly. I completely agree with you with that one. But, like, his singing, I mean, his singing, uh, give or take, his, like, screen vocals. They're pretty good. His lows are way better than before. You can definitely tell he was trying and giving out a lot of effort. The only thing is I wish the lyrics had back up the intensity because he's screaming these, like, you know, very, like, simple lyrics you know when you hear a slipknot scream or you hear even like a meyer lore type scream yeah dude you know it's coupled by some really like heavy lyrics out some heavy dark material you know it's not just like talking about how you know you're depressed (laughs) you know i'm depressed you know like very like, (laughs) like like i don't know i feel i feel this album could have been so much better but I'm actually pretty t- intent, you know, with what we got. Right. What would you like to say about it, Shauna? I uh, have never really listened to much of them. So um, I didn't even know that that one, Inside Out, I didn't know that that was their single. But I yeah. noticed that that was kind of the best song. Yeah. Um, so I think the one thing I said, I listened to it this morning. And I think the one thing I said about it was like, it feels like a weird mix between, like, Black Veil Brides and, like, 80s. Like, it's just... Minus the whole gimmicky look and right. everything like that. Like, right. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of the the sound I got from it. Um, and I didn't really mind it. I think it's fine. It's, like, kind of music you have on in the background, but it's not something... I mean, I, I probably wouldn't listen to the album again. No. You know? It's definitely the biggest one and done, I think, of, like, yeah. one of these. It's just like, kind of fun. The albums that we'll talk about today. It really was. There's nothing, like, to write home about it. It was simply just... It's an album. Right. I will add that I do have a different favorite song that wasn't the single. I really enjoyed uh, on I bottom to the or bottom of the top. The title is weird. I think I remember it being okay, but I did the I title kept calling it bottom it. to the top for this whole time, but it's bottom of the top. It's such a weird title, but like I do remember liking that one too. Yeah, that was I the only one just... that was like, you know, flavorable for me like i actually right. like enjoyed it a lot and actually thought about adding it to a workout playlist or something but i right. kind of i was like i, I usually just kind of like passively listen to music like i don't really listen like like all right i'm hearing every single right, thing right um there was a chime in this moment here <laughs> right but that song like caught my attention yeah um i think at least the chorus was pretty fun so yeah yeah um, all right, going down the list here, we have the new Silverstein album that came out just today, A Beautiful Place to Drown. Um, especially you said you didn't listen to it as much. I, I, I listened to a song. It came out today, and I was unfortunately at work all day. Right. So I couldn't That's really cool. uh, listen to a new album with like critiquing it and everything. I kind of just only have music to have in the background while I'm you know working and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So That's cool. This is more of your forte. This and is. You got. You could talk to this. You could talk about this one as you much as you like. Yeah. Like, you go for it. I'm going <laughs> off. I'm going off. So this album was. Um, I don't even know how many albums they put up before then. This is like one of the first albums that I listened to by them after uh, discovering the waterfront. And I'm pretty sure that they put out like, hold on, like one, two, three, four, five, six, like six albums even after discovering the waterfront. This is like the seventh one after it, but like I think like eight or nine total. This album caught me by surprise as being like one of the best albums I've heard all year so far. Like I wasn't expecting too much out of it, especially considering the one track Burn It Down the first time I heard it when it was just a standalone single. It was okay. It featured Caleb Shomo from Beartooth. And um, I love, like, Beartooth. I love Caleb Shomo. And the album in general to me, or uh, I'm sorry, the song in general to me was just, like, 
kind of bland at first. But then when I listen to it on the album, see, this is the thing for me sometimes. When I listen to a single and it's on an album, it sounds so much better. Yeah. Especially when it flows and everything so perfectly. But, yeah, so when I heard it on the actual album, it was really good. And the whole album in general is just fantastic. Like, Bad Habits, the opening track is just a banger. Uh, that's followed up with a Burn It Down, which after I listened to it again, I was like, all right, this actually... It's good. This is really good. Uh, not too long after that, there's Infinite, which is my favorite song off the album. Fair, it features uh, Aaron Gillespie, or Gillep, Gillespie from the band Under Oath, and that's like easily like my favorite song of the whole entire album. Yeah. It's just... I really do enjoy Under Oath's music, too, so I'm excited right. to listen to this whole one. Oh, like, yeah, dude. You'll love this. I mean, it's got like a small feature and everything, but like it's still like a... It's a it's Aaron Gillespie, you know, yeah. it's great. It's under oath. Um, I think, oh God, what was the song? I'm pretty sure it was All On Me. Yes, I think it was. There was a saxophone solo. Really? There so. was like a brief saxophone solo in the song. And like, I listened to it at first, I'm like, all right, it's cool. It's a slower song, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like, out of nowhere, the saxophone just comes out. I'm like, what? Where did you come from? So that was fantastic. Um, and yeah, just overall, the album was great, except the last song. And here is my biggest critique of the album. Take What You Give featuring Simple Plan. Simple Plan is on this album, just for the song. And it does not flow at all with the album whatsoever. Yeah. It's a pop punk song, practically. And the rest of the album is just post-hardcore, kind of like emo, maybe slight metalcore sounds and all. But this just comes out of left field with, like, the most blandest ending ever. And it doesn't even sound like it should be an ending song. It sounds like it should be, like, in the middle of the album. The song before that, Coming Down, sounded much more like an ending song rather than, like, Take What You Give. It's just... There's nothing to it, really. It's just, it's it's a dud song. They could easily have left it out. It would still be an 11-song album with, like, over 30 minutes. So it's a full-length album still, and you still get a great sound to it. And it would have almost been damn near perfect. But, yeah, that's the only thing I have to say about that. But overall, I love the album. What do you have to say about it, though, Shana? I don't remember if you said this in your rant, because that was a long rant. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. I had a lot to say about the album. I loved it. Um, But... Like, we were saying earlier that that last song, like, probably would have been okay as a single. It really would have. Just, um, a sta- just a standalone single. That would have been fine. Right. Because, like, on the album, it didn't really make sense. Um, and I only listened to a few songs off of that album, but, like, it actually kind of, like, brought me in. Like, it makes me want to listen to the entire album, you know? Sometimes you hear a song and you're like, all right, I don't know more of that. Like, I'm out, you know? Right, exactly. But this one, like, actually makes me want to listen to it. And the thing is, too, is that, like, I know I said this to you earlier, too, but, like, this is, like, one of the albums that I can actually listen to on repeat. This is, like, the second one, maybe even the third one this year alone that I've been able to, like, listen to an album on repeat. And that's kind of sad considering that, like, I mean, I know it's still early in the year. It's... You know, there's going to be plenty more albums coming out. We got The Weeknd. We got Dance, Gavin Dance. Like, those albums, I know for a fact that I'll most likely be spinning that all the day, you know? Right. But, like, right now, there's usually at least, like, five for me even that I'm like, okay, I can listen to this all day, you know? But so far, this year has been kind of full of duds and everything. Yeah. But... I've only had two so far, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's been nothing that's, like, been eye-opening yet. But, I mean, this album definitely, I think, is, like one of the more uh, upbeat albums that I can just I can listen to all day. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'll enjoy it no matter what, you know? So it's a solid album. I give it that, you know? Got to give credit where credit's due. Um, 
What's your rating? Well, my rating was an eight and a half out of ten, easily. Like, wow. Yeah, that's pretty that's, good. That's pretty high. That is pretty good, yeah. right? Like, and the thing is, though, too. Like, okay, I know, like in the first podcast, we talked about how, like, uh, I know I said like I do like ratings for albums and all, and I do have the whole list right here. <laughs> it's a whole entire list, like, of just albums that came out this year. And eight and a half has been the highest rating album for me personally, and all. Um, but my ratings are kind of weird, where it's just like it can be an eight and a half, but it doesn't necessarily belong in my top. Uh, 10 list or top 15 list, you know, because I typically do a top 15 list. I'm just weird like that. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so, like, I have a few and all. Like, it was like that. I like the Suicide Boys album. We may talk about that even, I too. am totally down for Suicide we Boys. We could probably do that next week. That'll be yeah. a next week feature. I was actually, that was the, one of the albums I have on repeat. Oh, is it really? <laughs> was one of is them. it really? Oh, yeah. dude, yes. That one, we'll talk about that one and uh, the new uh, Lil Uzi Vert one next week. We yes. didn't have much time to listen to that one today, but that'll definitely be a part of uh, next week's podcast. But that one and uh, The Word Alive new album we, I, we may talk about it i thought it was like a great album i know it's not really up your alley or anything i don't even know if you've heard of them i'd be i mean i've never heard of the band but i'd be totally down for something next week as well it's good it's called uh, monomania and everything uh what sucks though is that like the band actually just got robbed really they just got off their tour i believe and they were robbed at ten thousand dollars worth of merch and like i'm pretty sure band equipment it was all like personal belongings and everything wow ten thousand dollars when you just put on an album and you just got off tour and, like they're going back on tour pretty soon and all with uh i know they're doing a few shows with the band star set okay yeah. but like oh man it just sucks because it's like they're a good band and like they actually have barely any music that's like bad you know that at least I, that i've at least heard so that kind of sucks, but that album is very good, I'd say, too. Um, and then, like, the Loathe album. I want to talk about that sometime, too. I'm totally down. Yeah, that one is, like, definitely, like, worth the talk, too. We'll probably do it, like, next week or in the coming yeah, weeks. Yeah, there's a lot of albums that have already come out this year that I've kind of glossed over, and I'm glad you're bringing these ones up. Oh, dude, oh, Only yeah. because I've been looking, like drastically looking for new music to listen to for and, this year. Right. And like the thing is it's so hard, especially with like nothing being announced really. Like I know right. I already announced the weekend in dance. I've been going dance. on Wikipedia just for like yeah. album charts and stuff like that, seeing what would be coming out and everything. And exactly. The only bands I've really been excited for since last year are like Megadeth. I, I I'm a huge Megadeth fan. Um, right. You know, I've always found them to be a very, very good thrash metal band, and I cannot wait to see them back, especially after the recovery that Dave Mustaine mm-hmm. just went through and all that kind what, of stuff. Yeah, he had uh, cancer recently, and it was just treated and all. But I forget what what stage was it. Do you remember? It was it was a it was a lower stage. It was probably stage two at most. Okay, yeah, I, I knew it was it was, like a, it was a kind of speedy recovery compared to most. But then again, right. he, I know he is more a little bit more wealthy than most, but at the same time. It's still a pretty life-threatening, you know, disease that could happen. Right, exactly. But, I mean, hey, as long as they're, like, you know, he's doing well and, like, he's able to put out albums and everything, that's yeah. that's good and all. But, um, all right, I think we're going to take a quick break here and everything. We'll put in the ad here, and we'll be back momentarily. Welcome back to the Music Corner, Riffs the 808s. So, starting off this break, um, we're going right into Mac Miller's Circles. For me, yeah. this this is my first Mac Miller album I listened to all the way through. And let me just say and preference this by I did like his older work a lot mm-hmm. more than yeah. I like what, the I like the rap stuff and everything. Yeah. And I think he is actually a good rapper. He has decent flow and his featuring verses on even Ariana Grande songs like, you know, The Way and a couple others as well. He, he does a great job, but for this album, I'm sorry, I know tragic what happened to him but 
I did not like this album whatsoever. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, this this album is definitely different sound for him. I know he tries to go a little bit more with that kind of mumble style, and I'm just going to say it right now. It really doesn't fit him. The uh, mumbling comes off as way too drone-like and really robotic at times. And it was the same problem I've had with Little Peep and a lot of other mumble rappers and, you know, new age uh, kind of, I guess you can say, R&B singers because that's what it's more labeled as than rap now. But it's just very boring. And sometimes... I will, I will back that up. It is pretty boring for me, too, at times. And it, the album also just felt long. I I was yeah. looking... I, I looked at my watch a lot, and <laughs> I always say that because whenever I find a boring album, I tend to get very antsy and tend to do everything else but critique it and listen to it all the way through. And I, if it gets to a point where I have to force myself to listen to an album, it's it's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I totally I, agree. I know everybody has different tastes, but for me, when I know I can't physically sit through an album without checking the time, going through social media and doing everything else but listening to the album, it becomes very hard for me to come up with anything but negative things to say about this. However, there are a couple of things I do enjoy about the album. I do like the guitar a lot. I like that chill kind of lo-fi in the background. You know, I know we were talking about lo-fi a bit during the break, and, you know, it's a very, very nice sound to hear when you're doing homework or, you know, reading a book, anything really, and it's definitely a great thing to have. But for me, if this was just an instrumental lo-fi album, I think it would have worked a lot better than what Mac Miller was trying to put out. That's just me going into it. I don't want to sound too you know, too rough on Mac Miller here because unfortunately he can't really defend himself. But (laughs) I just think this album could have been a lot better and I know he was very sad during it and it was very rough for him to even put out music. But at the same time, you can put that kind of emotion into work very, very well. You know, look at, uh, just look at any other breakup album. Look at Igor. You Igor, know. oh, mm-hmm. dude, that's like the best. That's, that's the best breakup album. Imagine you're going through such a rough patch like that, and then you come out with something so explosive, so artistic, and so beautiful. Emotion drives music, and if you put a lot of depressing emotion into it, well, make it depressing. Make it tough for even the viewers to listen in on, but don't make them bored because you're bored. Right, I was gonna say like even going off of like Tyler Creator, uh, Igor album, we're definitely gonna talk about that sometime on the podcast yeah. in full. In like full, we're gonna yeah. we're track gonna, by track, seriously. But like um, that album is like perfect and like like it's a perfect breakup album in the sense of like it's all the songs are kind of like different. Like you know, one of them is like a little bit slower. There's more upbeat ones. There's like the more like like um, which are like what's good. That's like the more like you know heavier like going song and everything and all and um oh my god i'm like blinking on the song titles here uh god what is it called um i mean like you know just like overall it just like has like such diversity and everything and like how like he felt and all the emotion that he was going through and everything um i'm pretty sure it's like a new magic wand that was it new magic wand that was like one of the more intense ones too on the track and all and then like you get like towards the end and all like gone gone and i don't love you anymore like that's just like you're like oh because like just everything about that kind of like hits hard and all you're like like it's over like you know 
broke up. And then it ends with, are we still friends? It's like, that's always the question, like, you know, that at the end of every breakup, like, um... I mean, maybe not all the time, depending on circumstances. But, like, you want to know, like, are we still friends? Are we cool and all? Yeah. Is it going to be okay? And, like, yeah, it's just that album is, like, perfect for a breakup album. Yeah. But with this Mac Miller album, see, I don't mind the fact that it's, like, you know, slow and, like, you know, upsetting and all. But it's the fact that, like, it doesn't do it well. It doesn't yeah. do it that well for me. And it does it not just... play to the strengths of depression. No. And as much as I hate to say it, because depression is a horrible thing for anyone to go through, but at the same time, it's something that can also motivate th- at the end. It's mm-hmm. something that can really showcase the better side of you once you find it. And sadly, that did not happen. But at the same time, this album, I just feel like it, serves as a good what not to do for a depression-based album. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Uh, what would you like to say? See, I I don't really know a whole lot about Mac Miller. Um, I I think I heard, like, a song or two from, like, his last album. So I don't really have a lot to compare it to. Um, and I don't even really listen to that genre, you know, in right. general. So, um, considering all of that, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> um, I, I liked the style. I wasn't, I mean, I think I said earlier, like I tend to listen to music passively, so I wasn't really like paying attention to the lyrics or like, no, I mean, nothing really like stood out to me in the album, but it just seemed like kind of like a chill thing that I can just like vibe to. Like, I could, like, take a bath and listen to that album, you know? Right. It's, like, so, like to, if you really want to pass the time, yeah, I think it's, like, perfect for that. Especially, like, instrumentally and all. Like, you were saying, Sebastian, now it has that, like, lo-fi sound and everything like that. It's, like, perfect for that. But, yeah, I yeah. get it. That was funny earlier how you were saying, like, you were, like, looking at your watch, like, during it. Because I literally, like, when you said that, I was like, hey, I heard that in a podcast recently. <laughs> <laughs> right. That might like, be my go-to catchphrase for as long as the album could be. <laughs> Sebastian looked at his watch. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that I, but I get that, though. Like, sometimes if an album is, like, dragging on for me, too, I will actually check the time. Like, oh, man, it's been, like, 20 minutes? I thought it's been, like, much longer than that, you yeah, know? Yeah, the I would say, like, the worst, and this is the first time I ever really used that term. The only time I ever really felt like an album was too long for me was, surprisingly enough, the new Tool album. Yeah. You know. I remember we talked about that. As much as, like I say, they are my favorite band, and I enjoy a lot of their music, and I, you know, hold them up as, like, you know, basically my introduction into metal and and harder music in general, I still can look past all that and see that, yes, this is a very hard album to get through all the way if you are not dedicated enough because there were some parts where I had to skip through and, mm-hmm. you know, realize, oh, this is our 20-minute guitar solo that's the same oh throughout the same five <laughs> notes. Uh, awesome. I don't, even, <laughs> I don't even think I finished it. I don't even think I finished the album anyway. Like I think I got through, like the first like three tracks and I was just like, well, time for class. I don't care to start this the rest of the songs. It just right. it dragged too much. It was not that good. Like, what is it? Fear, fear Noclium. and fear Noclium. Yeah, that's like that's all I'll do. Yeah. After that, I'm good. But um, let's move to the next album here. Got two more left. Uh, the Lil Wayne album, Funeral. Go ahead. We'll, go ahead, Sebastian. I enjoyed it. Right. <laughs> really? Quite a bit. <laughs> I I was listening to it like 
all day yesterday night or all day yesterday. Wow. Um, (laughs) I was listening to it last night and I was having the time of my life. I know there were a couple issues I had with the album. One in particular being some of the guest verses I feel like weren't really needed and could have done without. But however, little Wayne has evolved a lot as a musician in front of my eyes. I used to think his music was intolerable, whiny, uh, very, you know, very materialistic. And yes, I know he was a part of the bling movement for rap. So I can't really blame him for catching on to the trends. But when he doesn't talk about his wealth and talks about anything else, it's good. I, I've given that to him a lot. For me, uh, one of his songs that he had with Eminem, uh, Man in the Mirror, I think it was. Or no, uh, No Love. No Love. That's what it was. No oh, my love. God. I love No Love. That's, yeah. that's a good song. See, I don't like new Eminem music, but that song, Lil Wayne, like, saved it a lot for me. And it was amazing to hear through. And I really enjoyed a lot of this album. And I, I was very happy to hear that Lil Wayne, even though I guess you can say he's in kind of the tail end of his career. Yeah, you can really argue, um, but the thing that you have to give him credit for more with I, relevancy, not with his. Yeah, age. but the thing is for me is like I always forget that he's like from the '90s still technically. Right, he's still like a '90s rapper and everything, like late '90s, but '90s nevertheless. Yeah, so it's like you still got to give him credit and everything. Like he's still doing it. He's doing it twenty plus years and everything now. You know. He's been around as long as Jay-Z and Eminem. Mm -hmm. And people always forget that because people associate him with being like a late 2000s rapper or like an early 2000s. But no, he's late 90s and he's still kicking. Yeah. (laughs) He's still, even though this album is entitled uh, entitled Funeral, it's uh, quite the opposite sometimes. I know there are some more emo and I guess you can say uh, sadder lyrics. I like the one with X. Oh, that one was actually really good. That's one thing, um, you know, little tangent i don't like xxx's music at all i I don't i don't like him as a human i don't like him as a human being oh no i i'm not gonna say anything in particular because it's still up in the air but i'm pretty certain but i just don't like him as a human being but his featuring verses on a lot of songs including ski mask slump god and oh yeah. yeah oh yeah oh yeah like those kind of songs like he's a good hype man I think he is a great person to like kind of hype up a track or just throw in there to get the beat and get the ball rolling, you know, and this album really showcased, even though I don't know if they recorded it way before his death or they just kind of sampled something. I don't know where they got this from because there's a lot of music being released from him and as you can tell, he's not very alive to do most of it. <laughs> it's kind of like a Michael Jackson kind of effect. <laughs> and I don't know how this is going on. It's kind of like, or Carrie Fisher in the new Star Wars, you know, it just, it's oh, kind of, yeah, right? yeah. like, oh, hi, cool. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> right. For me, I mean, Sean and I, we listened to it in the car the day it came out and everything. And um, I think for me, like the, the actual first track, not Funeral, I know that's like the opening track, but like the actual song, like what, Mahogany? I, I like that I, one. I liked Mahogany. I liked that <laughs> was, one. That one was good. His flow was really good in that. Right. Like, then there was like some points, like, I don't remember the song, but like, I just heard like, Vagina, and I was just like <laughs> lost. I was like, what? Like, because I was, couldn't understand what he was saying at all. I, I yeah. couldn't like fully understand. And then he says that. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Why? I'm like, did you hear that too? And she's like, yeah. That's yeah. 
when we um when we listened to that just every now and then you would like burst into laughter and <laughs> yeah. i was like what is going on right now and you'd be like we have to go back play it again like, let me show you let me show you like, <laughs> some of the lyrics are a bit ridiculous yeah. like you even have to like yeah but, yeah like, that's it's Lil a little wayne, wayne. <laughs> right yeah. it's little wayne that's he like... has he has his moments because you know that's what he's gonna do you can't forget your roots <laughs> you, you cannot um it's it's kind of like ice cube not being angry in a song you know it's it's really hard to not hear the the passive aggressive even manner of ice cube mm-hmm. same with lil wayne you're not gonna not hear a dumb lyric or two exactly i think that made it fun though it yeah. made it fun know? yeah like i didn't like it as much as like i know a lot of people do as much as you did especially sebastian but like it did make it fun to just like throw that in there oh, and yeah. like give you a good laugh even too but i don't yeah normally i don't like this kind of rap style but little wayne did it for me i even added a couple songs into my master playlist and whenever i say that that's another key that's when I you use. know like that's another one when you know i truly enjoyed a song or two i can if i can add to my master playlist and say i will listen to it when it comes on oh yeah you know Oh, it's kind Is of that one the of those opposite things. of looking at your watch? It's the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> I was not looking at my watch today. <laughs> I was looking away from my watch. <laughs> no, I was I was uh, just sitting there with my pen and pa- you know uh, pen and paper, just like writing down everything, and then put it later on my phone. And honestly, this this album was really fun. And after listening to Mac Miller and Selena, I really needed that kind of energy from an album. I really yeah. did, you know. Um, Especially for this year alone, you know. With, right. Like, all that, like, we've heard, even this year, it's just been pretty underwhelming, like we right. said earlier. Like, even the Five Finger Death Punch, I put down explosive for that, but let's talk about how much more explosive a rap <laughs> album is than a actual metal album. Metal heart, yeah. Like, I don't even know what you would consider Five Finger Death Punch. I, can, I consider them Monster Rock. Monster <laughs> Rock, yeah. Product placement. Redneck Dad Rock and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, for sure. Um, all right, we got one more album we're going to talk about here. The new uh, Grimes album, Misanthropocene? Am I pronouncing Anthropocene? Yeah, I think, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, I'm confident. Right, yeah. yeah. Did you say you didn't listen to it as much as I, I didn't listen to this one at all. See, like, This is all you again. I feel bad. That's but fine, yeah. I, did not I don't have this ch- one. That's okay. I don't have too much to say about it. I just remember there was a couple songs on there that, like, I was like, all right, all right, this is good. I think it was like, um, yeah, the opening track, uh, So Heavy I Fell Through the Earth and all. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. Like, that one wasn't bad. And I think um, I think it was Delete Forever. I loved the beat of it. The beat of that one was, like, really – because, like, there's moments throughout this album where I'm really getting into the beat and everything. Like, it's, like, flowing and everything. It's different. It's, like, fun. And sometimes even like puts like jumpy and all. I mean, the most jumpy Grimes like I guess I will consider a feature would be the uh, Bring Me the Horizon song that she's featured in. It's a uh, Nihilist Blues. I think I showed you that one. Remember that's probably. The, remember that's the one where um it sounds like rave music. It was like boom 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 boom. boom was boom, I like partying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you really were. You're like okay, all right. Like that one was like really fun. It's like um when it comes to her albums though. I have to say personally, most of her albums as a whole don't do too much for me. Maybe a song here or there, maybe a beat here and there, maybe just a vocal style even. But, like, her albums don't do a whole lot for me. Like, I love her one song. It's, like, big and all. It's the uh, Oblivion. That one I even have in, like, a certain playlist and all. It's the Wacky Tacky playlist that I told you about. It's a good playlist. It's a really good playlist. Follow it on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's great. It's um That song is, like, so fun and it flows well with it and all. But that's, like, other than that, like, her other stuff is just okay at best for me. But, I mean... It's good. It's good to listen to, like, when you, there's nothing else to. Do you have yeah. much I to say? I liked it. <clears throat> liked I it. liked it. 
Uh, with a name like Grimes, I was kind of scared to listen to it. I thought it was metal. <laughs> right, right. I did too. Um, and like the fact that she was featured with Bring Me the Horizon, you think too, like, oh, maybe she's like, you know, rock or like right. some kind of alternative artist. But right. yeah. Nope, not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and Very deceiving. Yeah. I think um, overall it was just fun. I mean, I listened to it in the middle of the night, so, you know, I was <laughs> tired, really? like kind of biased, but... Um, like, what's that sound? <laughs> I know. Um, so, but other than that, like, I think it was good. I think that's, again, like, a good, like, kind of background album. Yeah. It just depends that's on, like, the, best way to put the it. vibe you're going. I mean, I feel like most of these albums are kind of background albums. Just going, you know, based on what you want the vibe to be. Except the new Silverstein album. That was a 10 out of 10 yeah. almost. 8.5 out, out of 10. Thank you very much. 8.5 out of 10 right there, minus that last track and all. I put that, and then uh, I would say that one. If I, I I did listen to, like, you know, the first, like, song or two off of oh, the Silverstein. Silverstein. Yes. Yeah, and I liked them a lot. Uh, but for me, I would say my favorite from this week that I've listened to all the way, probably Little Wayne. Wayne. I just yeah, I I can't get be. over how much I actually enjoyed that album thinking I wasn't. So That's fair. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that he flew over my expectations and, you know, rose to the occasion in such a grand, grandiose manner. Yeah. Did you have a favorite yeah. of this? You know... Of these albums? I'm trying to decide because, like, Selena Gomez is the most up my alley, you know? But, But. (laughs) um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that one. I don't know. I feel like based on your reviews, I shouldn't like the ones that I liked as much. <laughs> like, <laughs> because, like, I liked the Mac Miller one. Like, I didn't really like the Lil Wayne one. That's okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's opinionated, um, you know? So, in terms of, like... Well, I didn't listen to the whole Silverstein album, but, uh, yeah. so that doesn't really count. Um, yeah, that's Because I think that that's that fair. would be my favorite, but I didn't finish it. So. As a whole, you would probably say what the uh, the um, Mac Miller album. Right? I'm actually gonna say Five Finger Death Punch. Really? Because okay. like yeah. I said, um, I was saying that like I would, I said that like I would put that album like on a playlist. Yeah, you know, that's right. like I might not listen to it by itself, but I would definitely like listen to. Put a play a shuffle that, you right, know. Right, right, mm-hmm. just see what happens. Look at that. We all have our different opinions and everything here. That's awesome. I didn't want to pick one that you picked. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just doing because it's my boyfriend. Um, but yeah, yeah, like I said, Silverstein, that was my favorite album for sure. Um, yeah, so, yeah, only six albums we did today, but like, I mean, it was well diverse, I'd say. You know? uh, yeah, yeah, we went all from. Over the place. Right, like electro pop to <laughs> metal to rap and post hardcore. Yeah. You know, lo-fi <laughs> exactly um but yeah that's gonna wrap it up then for today next week our buddy trent is coming back and all Ooh. i'm he's permanent right? yeah he's gonna be permanent next week he's gonna be a permanent Sweet. member and all what yeah so you'll be hearing from him a lot more too in the future we talked about this we will most likely be doing um like when we have no more new albums to review which once you get caught up you kind of have nothing to talk about we'll be doing some albums that will reminisce on some of the older albums from like last year or like even the 90s maybe an 80s section and all just some of our favorite albums and talk about those um and that'll be in the distant future and everything so uh, Shauna, thank you for joining us today. Of course. Hopefully we can have you back on sometime soon. 10 out of 10. I'd love to uh, come back when you talk about Igor because I have some very different opinions about it. Oh, that's Whoa. right. Oh, no. <laughs> Sebastian, sit down. Sit down. <laughs> 
right. Yes, we will definitely have you back for Igor. But, um, yep, this is Nate and Sebastian, the Music Corner, Riffs 808, signing off.